Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode, another week with Read the Room podcast. You already know it's your girl, Merv. You already know it's your girl, <laughs> No, that don't even sound right when you say it. You just got to stick to your... Hi. Hi, this is Embryal. I say hi, and Merv says it's not enthusiastic, but I'm so excited. Not, but you know, that's you. that's you. That's you. I'm gonna ta- take you for who you are. You know, yeah, I'm gonna take, take you for who you are. As I am. But welcome back <laughs> to another episode. If you're new, thank you for joining us. And if you're not new, thank you for returning and listen to us yet again. Thank you for following us on social media. Thank you for interacting with our content. We just came off of an episode called Light Skin. Is it no. your yellow ball? I keep it sounded that was what she was saying. That's yellow bone. That was like the sentiment. Okay, yeah. yellow bone is what he, he wants. wants. Question mark. Strong question mark. <laughs> Bolded question that was, mark. That was the name of our last episode. If you yeah. haven't listened, go listen to it. We basically talked about colorism, and it's Pretty timely much. because now we're entering Black History Month, which Black History is all the time. As Merch all day, says, and everybody day. knows. Um, but now we get to amplify it a little yep. bit. I feel like Black History Month is an opportunity for everybody else who forgets about black people to remember that we exist. Because we know yeah. everything that's going on in our community yeah. always. But it's for them to be like, all right, like right, let's take a little peep into what's going on over there. So Exactly. And you know what? I hate when people troll black people during Black History Month. Every year is, why don't we have a month? I, just recently. People um, do that. They do that all the time. They be, they be, they, I don't know. But anyways, this one person was like, um, do you, do Hispanics have a month? Do you see us complaining? I'm like, yeah, y'all do have a month. They do this have a month. September. I'm like, yeah. if y'all don't boost y'all months, you cannot take that against <laughs> black people. The thing about even just any movement, remember in the summertime where we were talking about just like the movement period and how it's, you know, so big is because black people always talk about it and the other races are like, well, what about us? And it's our, like y'all, y'all community can do that. gotta pump it up. Yeah. Okay. You can't just put that on the back of black people. Yes. Not our fault. But I guess that's how they see us, so. Nothing new there. Okay, so, um, (laughs) yeah. Our last episode, we talked about colorism. Yes. And we had some good social media interaction around that episode. So, basically, if you didn't hear it, there is this girl named Danny Lay, and she um, went and made a song called Yellow Bone is What He Wants, and... Basically, she got ate up for it. Yeah, as she should have. On two separate levels. One, because the song was terrible. And separately, Mm -hmm. because she was saying yellow bone is what he want, which is, you know, perpetuating colorism. But she also is white. (laughs) So Just white, period. She's... Of white, like, she's from Dominican, but she her, racially she's white. white. So yeah, um, yeah, and y'all give us a lot of feedback because we did talk about her apology, quote unquote, and which wasn't much of an apology. But let's just get into some things that y'all were saying. <laughs> um, Naya, she um, made a Twitter post, and she she says an amazing point brought up on at Read the Room podcast: a black man giving access to blackness through music and other spaces to non-black women has been an issue. And until they tighten up, we never going to be free. Well, I'm never going to be free. Period. And then we asked you guys about her apology. Did you guys think it was sincere? And y'all were not here for it. I wasn't either. (laughs) One user said she was better off typing something on notes and posting the screenshot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone said so it was forced. 
Another person said, I don't think she took the time to understand what the issue was, so it wasn't genuine. Yep. And we talked about that because she was like, if I offended anybody, whoever you you might be, raise your hand. I'm sorry to you. Like, girl. If you can't just straight up leave with an apology with first saying, I'm sorry, what you're sorry for, directly speaking to the people who you offended and naming them you know, out loud and then closing out with a goodbye. If that's not how your apology is structured, it's that's not, not good. an apology. And we don't need it. Yes. So yeah, that was last week. We loved your interactions. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and move on to this week's topic. Obviously February is the month of love. Amor. Yeah, literally by the time this episode comes out, it's no, gonna it's gonna be two days. A couple before days before Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. But you know, Valentine's Day weekend. Um so yeah, we're gonna just talk about love. Love, love. Okay, so I think that, um, yeah, Valentine's Day is very much a thing. Like, people are already like, oh, Valentine's Day, what are you going to do, this and the other. And as if you have been listening to our podcast, you know that we like to take a look at things from a sort of different lens than we're, like, conditioned to look at. Yeah. So love, for example, we always see love in the media, and it's romantic love. It's what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Like, what are you buying your person flowers on valentine's day chocolates and things like that but it's like love is not limited to romantic love like the the love that you give is not only for your significant other or a person you're talking to or whatever so we're gonna explore Mm -hmm. the different kinds of love so i know we just need to expand um i know we have like valentine's day and things like that but just like make it just normal to celebrate all types of love yeah like we should yeah i think of it more like that like a day of love not you know when you galentine's day is just saying like let's do what we do for valentine's day for our gals like let's just Celebrate love, love on, yeah, period. that whole day, weekend, whatever you want to. Yeah, and it's such a beautiful thing, love itself. You think about it, like, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. Why would you limit it? And I think people think, like, oh, if you're not in a relationship or you're not yeah. talking to somebody, that's like, oh, now I need to go be sad about yeah. what no one's doing for me on Valentine's <laughs> exactly. Day. Like, if you are on Valentine's, if you're thinking about Valentine's Day and it's like, I'm not with somebody Think, what can I do for someone else for Valentine's Day? Who can I show love to on Valentine's Day? Like, whose day can I brighten? Because it shouldn't be limited. Courtney Spurer, our our profite, she made a good point on on Twitter. She was talking about, you know, she asked the question, like, ladies, what are you going to get yourself for Valentine's Day? You know, even though if you might have someone in your life that's going to give you something, it's like, what are you going to get yourself? Yeah, that's perfect. that love right there. Literally, self-love. And we'll get to that when we go through... Yeah, so different kinds of love. We're talking about love, and there apparently are eight different types of love as defined by the ancient Greeks. And the thing Mark about the... love is that it is one of the most natural human emotions. I say this all the time. It's like we're just we were meant to love one another in whatever capacity that may be. Yeah. So we're gonna dive deeper into these different um types of, of love. love just to kind of break it down for you all and as we talk about them start to think about okay what does that look like in my life like yeah. who do i love on like that and then take it a step further in the context of valentine's day what could i maybe do for that person yeah. who i love on in that way that's exactly what this whole love thing, thing is, is about, about. It's like yeah. the type of love how it happens and then um how you can do to kind of just like yeah um so with love, like I said, it's a superhuman natural um, reaction. 
But there's also this portion of love that I don't think we dive deep into. It's like the love catalyst. Obviously, a catalyst is something that, you know, causes like a change or a reaction of some sort. Uh So a love catalyst is like the part of you that That. is heightening those, whatever that type of love is. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So the first type of love is philia. Again, this is like ancient Greek names. Philia is affection love. So these are the types of love that there's no romantic attraction, but it's something that occurs between, like, let's say, friends or uh-huh. family members. And it's in your mind. Is that the catalyst there? Yes, the okay. mind. So this is like somebody who your val- you share the same values. Yeah, like there's you- someone like you, like, damn, we think the same way. Like you connected, like that one family, like that's my dog. Yeah. That type of thing. Or of your friends. Like, there's some people we always talk about the different levels of friendship. Yeah. Like, the people who you can sit and have a conversation with about complex topics yeah. or, like, something that's going on. Like, and they understand you on a deeper level. So, that's kind of like an intellectual Yeah. And that's connection. literally one of the things they mention in terms of, like, how can you kind of keep fostering that filial type of love is, one, engaging in deeper conversations with a friend. Okay. Just to kind of, like, I don't know... When people just get into deeper conversations, I feel like that brings like a different level of connection. Yes. Because like we mentioned, like the different levels of friends that we have. And then you have one friend, you just talk about so much different things. Yeah, you can dig deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's why. That's you loving them. Yeah. Basically. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. And if you have a friend you're trying to get deeper into, listen to our existential episode. So y'all can get deeper in connection with (laughs) y'all. Y'all want to think real hard. Yeah, listen to our episode. (laughs) So, moving right on, the next type of love that is on the books here is, I hope I say correctly, pragma, 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 we're going to go with that, Uh, and this is enduring love, so this is a love that matures over time, and the example that they give is, um, for example, a couple um, over time, and let's say you're with someone for like five years, the love is not going to be the same as it was when you yeah, first started. Yeah. So it's something that kind of matures over time. And this type of love actually requires two very important things that's kind of hard for people to do is commitment and dedication. So instead of like naturally just like falling in love, you're standing in that love. It's a stronger type of love. That's you're deciding. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. I feel that's like, why it's an like enduring love. Yeah. It can endure a lot. I think that in... Friendship context, romantic context, all of it, like, you have to make a conscious decision to be present yeah. in that situation if you want it to work. At some point, yeah, you need to, yeah, mm-hmm. you need to say, like, okay, I enjoy this person's presence. I'm going to work at this. Because, yep. like, it, it would be, some things come natural. Like, you might, it might be so easy mm-hmm. for y'all to just, but then being there in it, don't come as natural (laughs) necessarily as you know yeah for sure but yeah that is pragma pragma the third type of love is storage and this is familiar love um and this is some some the type of love that occurs naturally between like a parent and child familial love or familiar familiar did i say familial i don't know it's familiar, like familiar. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Love with the R. Okay. Um. So this is like something that could be between a mother and daughter, or father son, parent child, or a childhood friend. Uh-huh. And the catalyst for this one comes from memories. So the more memories oh, you share or build, then, oh. the more 
you value the relationship. That's so sweet. Isn't it? That's just the sweetest thing. Who would have thought all these different types of love? Oh my God, I'm just a lover. No, I'm like, I love love. But yeah, it's like, that's another type of love. It's just like, memories. The more memories you create, the better the relationship is. So that just reminds me as I'm thinking of things to do for people like Valentine's Day. Like, if there's someone who's far away or you don't have cash or whatever, you can just send an old picture of y'all. Like, happy Valentine's Day. Something so small. Even posting on your story if you don't have like the meanings. You know, there's so many different ways to show something. Or remember back in like 2000, whatever, when this ended, someone would just see. And be like, oh my god, That's, yes, and they will feel like we've warm. been friends that long. Or when you see a, a baby picture with you and your parents, and it's like, yeah, so send somebody a picture on Valentine's Day. That's so <laughs> sweet, though. Um, another, the next one is um, Eros. So this is romantic love. This is the one yeah. that we all we all know. We already know um, that one. <laughs> and this is uh, a love that comes more natural for people. Like we said, we're all kind of brought up to be like partner centric. Somebody, 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 it, something. Exactly. Yeah. And this love catalyst is um, triggered through physical. Okay. Like the Makes body. Sense. So when you are in this state of love with someone, there's like a fire inside of your body. That can only be satisfied by, by some romantic touch, like kissing and okay, hugging, and okay. just like okay, yeah, the physical aspect yeah. of it. Yeah, so yeah, that's pretty we straightforward. Know, yeah, we know what that one romantic is. Everybody thinks, yeah, you know, yeah, admiring yeah. someone's body, that type of stuff. Yeah. Um. So the next one is Luda, Ludus, L U D U S, playful love. So Ludus. this is like you know. Flirty. I was gonna say this is my area because And when you're thinking of a relationship with when people are more prone to share like a, a intimate love, this is the honeymoon phase. That beginning, oh, like the, the like, when, oh the get to know them, yeah, like, that like playful that touching, early. that like you so cute, you so pretty, yeah. that like. So this is the yeah. thing that people in long lasting relationships or whatever strive to recreate yeah. over and over again yep makes sense that playful love yeah and uh, this one the love catalyst for this one is emotions okay so you allow yourself to feel like very like on another plane like high very excited very okay. like childlike very, almost yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's important to yeah. keep a hold of that even if you're you've been standing in love exactly. for however long like you have to have that literally yeah, and then you just gotta. They say here the the most um, important ways or how to show this is like you know flirting and engaging in whims- whimsical conversation, spending time together, laughing, you know, engaging in childlike behaviors, being kids. Yeah. Okay. Being flirty. Yeah. All right. This is the type of love you probably don't want to have. It's mania. This is an obsessive type of love. So this is the love where. Literally, your your partner is so obsessed with you that it can kind of come up in different ways, like jealousy. Uh, so this is like the the downside of love. Okay, these are some kinds of love. To yeah, avoid. and the love catalyst of this one is survival. So this person feels like they cannot. They need you. Be without you. Oh, so you never want to get to a point where you need someone toxic. because that's not good. And you want to avoid this. They don't even. They don't even have a how to show. They're, <laughs> they just say like how to avoid they say, this. Get. Literally, just get out. Like it says, recognize obsessive or possessive behavior before acting upon it. Focus on yourself more, more versus another person, and put trust into your relationships. Yeah, I feel like did we touch on this before? What 
this in our episode don't you know that you're toxic is probably <laughs> this entire yes. that whole episode yes. go back and listen to don't you know that you're yes. toxic because that's what we talked about like unhealthy yeah. love and how it can start out looking all mm-hmm. healthy and all good and then all of a sudden bro you're in jail uh, if you can avoid mania avoid it. Uh, the name in itself i mean is telling come on yeah um and then we have the seventh one which is Falacia. Fallacia? No, uh, not fallacia. I'm sorry. Falacia. <laughs> it's P H I L A U T I A. Falladia. I'm gonna say Falladia. Let's say that because yeah. And this is self love. Oh, oh my cheers God. to that one. So this is um. So Falladia is a healthy form of love where you recognize your self worth and you don't ignore your personal needs. And this one is connected directly with your soul. Because it allows you to reflect on your necessary needs, whether that be physical, emotional, or mental health. And then just really just center yourself in the love rather than a partner or family or whatever the case may be. Yes, focusing on you. Okay, mm-hmm. so I, I think I mentioned this in another episode. So I read this book, and it's called What a Time to Be Alone, The Slum Flowers Guide to Why You Are Already Enough. So one of my friends, Brittany, has suggested this because I'm trying to start back reading. Yeah. And it's like a it's not a dense read. It's kind of like reading the timeline almost. And then when I saw the timeline, I'm like, it's about being single. Like, oh, who wants to read? You know, <laughs> right. like who? But it doesn't. It's not like that. It's saying like the guide to why you are already enough. Like it's a very like self-help, self-love yeah. book. And I just. Slum, what's her name? Slum Flower. Shadera. Oh, that's yeah the slum slum flower Shadera you snap because it's such a great book it has so many good little gems about you might as well go through some of them gems loving yourself okay 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 so one of them this is just some random like notes I took in here for listeners okay so it's, this is in the beginning of the book. It says, it's time we learn to find security in our solitude. Thankfully, it's never too late to find safety in yourself. Are you ready to meet yourself? Yeah. So, And that's so true. Just what you were saying. Like, worry about you. Center, Center yourself. You. Um, let's see. What else do I got in here? Um, those ones are about other people. You don't want to. You don't <laughs> want to do the ones about other people. Yeah. yeah, I think I only had a couple. Um, Ditty. Okay, it says he who is asking for the same haircut as John, does he have the same shaped head as John? That one's kind of like. That's kind of about other people, but it's about you. It's about you knowing say. who you are and like. Accepting that mm-hmm. and just, you know, I, I think it, in the process of like trying to f- get to self-love because it's hard. Let's just be honest about it. The, the road to like loving yourself, especially in a, in the culture and age that we live in yeah. where everything is just so like there's so, there's a hierarchy. Like if you look a certain way, just a certain way, you're definitely going to be at the top versus uh-huh. people who kind of do their own thing. Yeah. So in a society like that, doing that could be hard. So I, I feel with that quote. It's kind of saying, like, instead of focusing on what the uh, the next person has, stop trying to get that haircut that's not even going to fit not you. you. Just Find whatever works for, for you. you. Stop trying to fit a square into a circle. It's never going to work. <laughs> you need to find out what works for you and what your self-love is. Yes. 
Right. Yeah. So let's all work on our self-love. And you know, I was actually talking to my friends last night and we were just talking about like a romantic type of love and how, and then they mentioned that in here too, that you, if you don't have this self-love, you should, you probably shouldn't be in relationships because you can lose yourself in Uh, those type of relationships because you don't love yourself. You don't know your worth. Yeah. So being with someone is going to trigger so many different things in you that it's not even like worth it or recommended to be in a, rela- a situation where you have to take some another person's like their love languages, their form of love into account when you still haven't figured out what it was yours. What you need to go through. You know what? I feel like we need to make more room for self love. Yeah. Because I feel like I used to think that it was just inherent. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I love myself. That's it. Like I have yeah. so much, all the rest of, all the love that I have is for me to give because I already love myself. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, I need to be active in that and take up space doing that. And then I can give additional love out. Yeah. Because if all the love that you have, you're giving away, it's draining. It you will draining. get drained. And then you're worrying about somebody else's needs and wants and you're abandoning your own. So yeah, make, and when I say make room, like, do things yeah. like if you like going to the movies go to the movies you like flowers like i love flowers so i buy flowers yeah. i always ha- yeah <laughs> i like and i like that yeah. but like society has conditioned us like okay like get somebody flowers on yeah. a romance type thing so it's to the point i remember and i try not to bring up exes mm-hmm. but I remember coming home once with flowers and my ex was like, well, who got you those flowers? And I was like, I got myself flowers. (laughs) No, who like, basically like trying to pop off. Like, I know some dude got you some flowers. No, I like flowers. I mean, if you're talking about the dude at the cash register, yeah. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) But that just goes to show that like, I hadn't been making that space. Like, I like flowers. I'm going to be buying myself flowers to the extent that somebody could be like, no, like you, uh-uh, I don't believe that you like, yeah. what? It's so unnatural to us to even conceive in that person in that moment was kind of playing into what we've been taught that a lot of things don't mean, don't have much value unless it's, it's done for you by someone else. Yes, in yes. Oh my God. Yes. Like the, okay. The movies, just like I said, yeah. It's like, oh, like somebody needs to take you to the movies. Like, what yeah. if I like watching movies? By like, yourself. I remember one time I went to movies by myself. It was a good time. Bro, I went be- and left. At the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. like right right before it started, I was in California by myself. Yeah. I went to the movies. What did I see? I was crying. <laughs> I don't remember what movie I saw, bro, but I was in there weeping and I was just, I had so much fun. Like, yeah. Even going out, to, I think I've I've went to eat like at least one time by myself. I just had my work and stuff, just doing me like, and that's fine. Everything we're so conditioned to have like somebody else there. And don't get me wrong, companionship is great, it but is. not we should not tie certain things yeah. to being done with another person. Like, yeah. I don't think companionship is fulfilling if you haven't mastered this, and we're just not, like we're not being... taught that. Like like you were saying earlier, you could say like, oh, I love myself. But what does that mean? Yeah, and what does it look what like? Does that and mean? are you doing it? Right. Or just... Yeah, do really you like really me. love yourself if you're um, exhibiting certain types of actions that kind of go against that? Right. Especially like in a romantic partnership. Do you really love yourself? Mm-hmm. You really got to get to like the nitty gritty of it. Like it's, it's, it's a long journey. It's like a lifelong journey. But like it's something that at the end of it is super fulfilling. Undoubtedly. You know what this brings up? What? Um, Chloe. 
Oh my god. Chloe okay. from Chloe and Hallie. Okay, first of all, this is a Chloe stand account. Period. Are we and Hallie too. We yeah, are. Yeah, Chloe and Hallie stand account. You know what was so cute? Hallie what? had posted her little butt today. I know. I she saw was that. like, I've been working on my butt. I'm like, yes. you're so cute. <laughs> I was like, I, I love their relationship. So and you could tell that um, Chloe is definitely the cancer in their relationship. What's um, Hallie's sign? She's. A, I feel like she's an Aries. I think that's what they said. What are cancers like? I don't know. Cancers are very are they emotional? emotional. Oh, she'd be on there crying. Yeah. And it's cute, though. And then I guess you could... I don't know. I'm not going to say that. That's really particular. But yeah, they're, they're more so emotional. Even one time they were on live and someone had made her cry. And then uh, Hallie, Hallie was, was like, like <laughs> I saw that. That was, was funny. Okay. That was very funny. Yeah, she was like laughing see, at the person. You see Chloe like um, yeah. crying. But anyway, back to okay, Chloe. We should give um, an overview first. Not yeah. everyone knows who Chloe and Hallie are. So basically, they're Beyonce's Neos. Protégés. <laughs> or Neos. <laughs> Neophytes, okay, Correct. if you don't know Greek life. But um, basically, they're a duo, two sisters, singing, and they, they sing, sing they and they sing so well. good. And they came up from YouTube uh, covers. Is that what they were doing? That's when how, they, I know that's how they Beyonce were, found, found them, them okay. is YouTube covers. Okay, so um, there's an older sister and a younger sister. They are shaped a little bit different. Like yeah. the older, she's like an older sister, you know? Like, she's like she's, yeah, she's two years she's older, more, I think. Oh. Or one year. They're either two or one year, year apart. okay. A couple years apart, and the older sister is a little bit more shapely. Yeah. And as of lately, she's been living in that. Yeah, she's they been, got separate accounts. They so have, she's doing yeah, her thing. They just now got like separate Instagram accounts. They've had the same one all along. Mm-hmm. And now the older sister is living her life, and there's been a lot of, I guess they could say a lot of backlash. My timeline yeah. being too. My timeline is too. like. Mandu too. Mandu being too. But other people responding to, I guess, people on their timelines, like, people are not comfortable with how comfortable she is with herself, with her body, with her sexuality, to the extent that she had to go and comment on it. She was like, thank you guys who have been supporting me, but people don't see behind the scenes. Like, it took me a long time to get to this place where I even feel comfortable with my body like this. So, and that just goes to show, like, you don't know what somebody's journey is. Right. And then you get to comment when they're at the finish line. Yeah. Like you, like Instagram is never the full story. Like how many times do we say that? You, yeah. I'm always gonna post my best self. Or sometimes I'd be lacking, but like I'm always gonna For post the my best. I'm not finna sit up here and roll write paragraphs day in and day out. But if you do on Instagram, that's fine. But that's not how I am. Yeah. But like day in day out, how I'm feeling about my body, how I'm insecure yeah. that day or that week or yeah. you know, I'm not. I'm just not feeling it. But if I get to a point where I'm like, damn, I'm the shit. Like I feel good about myself. Yeah. I'm not putting nobody down. I'm just doing my thing. I'm in my room. I love the way my body looks. What gives you the right to tell me that I'm X, Y, and Z because I want to do that? This is my page. You ain't got to follow me. Right. And you can can tell that she feels good. And I feel like the only people who will comment negatively on somebody who so visibly looks fabulous and they look like they feel good as someone who themselves doesn't yeah and i see a lot of and we've talked about this i see a lot of like older black women being like kind of like that's too fast Low like she's doing the worst too, bro I'm sorry. okay but let's older black women be can we just tweaking we should talk about it because it's like a never-ending cycle of yeah. like somebody older than you is like uh-uh you can't do that 
And it comes from, I think, a place of like, well, I wasn't doing that when I was that age. And I wish I could have been twerking online, but somebody told me that I couldn't. So I'm going to tell you that you can't. And I feel like we need to actively stop that. And they be weird about that because the whole time online wasn't a thing when you was a kid. Online wasn't a thing. When you was in your 20s, there was no internet. But there's this like modesty thing like, oh, okay, like... Even if they didn't have the internet, it's like, okay, you can't go out wearing X, Y, and Z because you don't want to look like this for that person. It's all about what other people perceive you like. Yeah. And I don't know, we could get really deep into it, like how black women are perceived by society in general. Like we already have a microscope, but yeah, I think it originates from a lot of modesty politics. Yeah. And and even from that, it, it... Originates from catching the attention of men. I was just at the root say, of get a all evil politics. is men. <laughs> they sell women this this story, this image of if you're modest, you're gonna you know get the guy, you're gonna have the life, you're gonna have the kids, you're gonna have everything you need. All you have to do is wear a long ass jean skirt and a turtleneck, and, and you wear you're gonna fight. be so yeah. this that and the third. And we know for a fact that that is false because you could do all of that as a woman even if you want to that's how you want to dress go ahead baby girl do your shit and you get with a man that don't do half the shit they said (laughs) that the man was gonna do so i think we need to remove men from the the equation like we don't care what men want us to do because they sometimes that they do live up to the expectations but most of the times like how many stories do we ourselves like no women within within our family who have lackluster husbands you know have been through this and that in the relationship and there's such a great woman and this that and the third you have to remove men from the situation if you want to dress modest that's you go ahead baby girl do your thing if you want to do your thing and show your body gosh have never gave you that banging ass body anyway <laughs> i think <laughs> the problem is with this whole thing about men they don't see the quality of the man as a you, like that's not considered it's just they don't be quality man. they don't be quality at all but it's like okay i got a man like people have that's said it. that before like at least i got a man it's like congratulations man be and all this other stuff it's <laughs> right like, but you can oh, say like okay curve. checkmate like in a relationship on facebook like it's, it's always a one up in situation when you got a man and i hate them type of people somebody i really i'm do. trying to think of who has I know exactly who has said that to me. Like, oh, yeah, you just mad I got a man because you, like... And then you look at the man in question. What? And Child. even if the man is great, that's a good man for you. That has yes. nothing to do with me. Yeah. Like, All right, just because you say that, I'm about to steal your nigga. Now what? Right. <laughs> good luck getting <laughs> a <laughs> So it's just... Even with going back to Chloe... What I really hated about this whole entire situation is when they had the combined um, Instagram and uh, Twitter accounts, motherfuckers could not stop talking about her body. It's look at how curvy she is. She's so thick. She's so this. But the moment she want to reclaim that for herself. They're like, too much. Slow it down. Oh, she's she's a hoe. She's yeah. fast. She's all of this. This is her body. Like, people always want to have ownership over women. And those days are so far. We are in 2021. We are so far beyond the need to be, you know, viewed as this type of woman and that type of woman. Nobody cares. Nobody. <laughs> and I'm not here for your enjoyment. This is my it's body. About, literally, it's about you. I feel like I look at Chloe doing whatever she wants with her body and I'm like, 
I wish that when I was that age, I was the same way. Because you think about, we are so conditioned. I was like, okay, when I was her age, I was like in college on the dance team. It's like, okay, your coach is watching your page. You can't post, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever. And then like, of course, family always. Then it's like, okay, I want to go to law school. All right, don't post nothing crazy because you got to get into school. Okay, then you get there. All right, don't post nothing crazy because you got to get a job. Then now I'm 27 and I'm posting whatever I want. And they're like, ooh, this is good. It's like, I'm just being... My normal self, yeah. because now who who would check me? Nobody. Like I don't have nothing that I'm. But I hate that. I hate that we can't just exist separate from that. Yeah. Like why do I got to be thinking about somebody looking at my page? That has me having me having a butt yeah. has nothing to do with what's going on in my brain. Exactly. Also, if you're an employee, what you doing on my Instagram anyway? <laughs> you pay me to be there from uh, eight a.m. to five p.m. What I do outside of those hours are up to me. I, I hate the idea that we've gotten so comfortable with of our um, employers like having access to our social media. I, Gee, this is me. Like You I, cannot... If you want to own my life, you better up this salary. <laughs> Something. Because you're not even, about to do that to me. No, no amount of money can pay for your yeah, freedom and who you are. True. And I also think about just like certain certain fields have far less black people okay Mm -hmm. so my existence my social media life and person the person who i actually am and the person who i am at work of course i'm the same person but i'm not showing them the jokes and the stuff the chicago media takeout stuff like that i could read but like they're not gonna understand that that's just that's two different realms so i shouldn't have to be worried about them seeing my social media self the same reason that we can't talk about this podcast at on work, our LinkedIn I'm not or at work y'all. because you don't want them no. to know who you because I'm, I'm a completely different person the merit that they see at work is not <laughs> what y'all hear on this podcast Dude, I don't even talk like this at work I do not talk like We're this like, at work it's very proper hello. I speak a lot more Marvel-y. proper at work wait do you go by Merv? yeah they call Merv oh, okay I'm yeah. like but yeah, I'm a lot more proper at, at work. If they were to listen to, especially our last year's podcast, they would be, be like, like, what the fire fuck her now? You know what? <laughs> I feel like I am the same person. You can be the same person and be professional and, and be lax. Yeah. So like I am me and I'm at that point now. I feel like I have watched a video of me when I was on the dance team talking about something and I'm like cringe yeah. because it was like that's not even me i was being a completely different like okay to your yeah. girl person that's not me now it's just like you would a tie on or you in leggings that's the point that that i am now but it took yeah. a while to like you know yeah i feel like with me find the balance with the the me at like me like how y'all know me and then me at work is like i look you know me feeling comfortable to like I feel comfortable in my team, right. but I feel like when we talked about this a little bit in our um, I just want to be successful episode, where we talk about like as black women, like I'm trying to reach like a higher like level eventually one day, yeah. and so I have to do all the right things to get there. So I'm not finna do I can't do what my my coworkers do. I can't do yeah. I can't really be telling my business and stuff like that because no. they can easily just use that against me. Yeah. I don't trust those people. Like I'm really good with my my um but, core team yeah but everybody else i'm like i have to show them like the best version of myself i have to be doing my best at all times and for me that just what happened like i can't really crack the jokes that i crack i can't really <laughs> talk the way that i talk yeah. i can't be at work yeah. talking about g and this all yeah, 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 you know yeah. i can't do That's, all that okay, yeah. you know so i yeah. have to like have like 
my work persona and then like my podcast, which is like yeah, just my regular life. And yeah. Yeah. But it's tiring. It Co- is tiring. Like being think about how much time we spend at work, bro. Forty hours a week minimum. Forty hours a week? Like minimum. That's crazy. As of lately, it's been getting harder and harder to work. Of course, we're working from home. And I'd be in here like, ooh, it's so pretty out. (laughs) I want to look at the sky. You know, because I'm starting to, I don't, this isn't like an existential crisis, but it's an existential like curiosity. Like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing for the daylight hours every single day? Right? It get dark. At four something. Like, so you're telling me that I'm supposed to be working through the daylight hours for five days out of seven. Five days out of seven? What percentage is that? Child, baby, you asking the wrong bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Girl. I don't know. I don't know what that percentage is. It's big, though. Let me calculate it real quick. It's a big percentage. That's a lot of time. 72%. So 72% of your week. Your week, week is so you, to so we get 30 29 28 what? Cuz 7 to 10 is 3. So if you have 71, you have a little bit less. You have 29. So it's Oh, you know, I was see, trying I to hear 72, my bad. It's, okay, it's um, 28 yeah, hours. Right. So we get 28% of our week to do what we want. Bro, and then weekends, bro, you blink and you done. No, literally. Literally. We need a pre-weekend <laughs> and a post-weekend, okay? Give me Friday yeah. and give me Monday. I'll work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, honey. Or Go give me leave. Friday give me a half day on Monday. Oh, show up late on Monday. Yeah, late or leave Show up early. at noon. I think that'll be good. I think I agree. Because, like, if we have five days of work, like, we be trying to make some shit stretch, you know? It's... It don't even be working. Don't nobody work a, a full, uh, actual 40 hours. It's just, like, you have to be um, present. Um, well, some some people do. <laughs> Not miss. I took a, a three-hour uh, nap today. And then work three extra <laughs> hours. The, the hours get worked. That's, that's what's the problem with working from home. That's the, I I worked until midnight yesterday. That's the problem with working from home. It's like okay, if I don't do it between nine and five, I'm still gonna be at home at five. Right. At five to might nine. As well, do it. So I might as well just do it then with the TV on and nobody, you know, like yeah. emailing me. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. I was speaking to my coworker. He actually coworker, but he's on our in London, and I had a question for him, and I said time at like. 11 or 10 a.m. or maybe like 11 or 12 but that's 6 p.m. his time i'm like yeah i didn't know you was like this late you could have told me you could meet up tomorrow early yeah. on i don't want to like come yeah. into your yeah. what is- you know but he's like no it's okay with this job and being from home you know i just take a break during the day and then come back and work again i was just like but that's not healthy okay but you know what the spaniards do it oh yes they take their siesta I do believe I in need siestas. a siesta. Yeah. that's all i'm saying yeah. just give me a siesta and then we're good but i don't want to come back after. yeah I think my job is doing a good job of at least trying. Like today, we have like our wellness day, so it was a day off. Like they was like encouraging you to be healthy, but it's too snowy outside, so it's like a, you just get a free day off. Yeah, I like that. So, I like that. So that that self love <laughs> conversation definitely <laughs> weaved into a whole lot of other subtopics, but that just goes to show you how valuable True. and worthy the journey of self-love is mm-hmm. i encourage everybody to pursue it wait what? should i talk about the book 
finding your purpose or yeah, not. Okay, or okay. <clears throat> there was other book. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce this. Hakai guy. You always say a different thing. Uh, <laughs> let me not even try. try. <laughs> yeah, Aikai guy or Ikiya guy. Not Ikiya. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just add a hella extra Ikiya letters, guy. bro. Okay, so Watch it's spelled I K I G A I. If anybody knows how to pronounce this, let us know. Okay, so um, the like subtitle is the Japanese secret to a long and happy life. So basically, of course, I have not read the entire book. As you see, <laughs> I'm on page. Uh, 55 um the premise of the book is to find your purpose and be happy in -hmm. that so it basically splits your life into four separate categories what you love what you're good at what you can be paid for and what the world needs so it says what you love and what you're good at that's your passion what you're good at and what you can be paid for that's your profession what you can be paid for and the world needs is your vocation and what the world needs and what you love is your mission. But there's this little space in the middle where what you love, what you're good at, what you can be paid for and what the world needs meet. And that is your, say it Murph. Ikea guy. guy guy or something like that. Okay. And that's your purpose. So I feel like on this topic of self-love, like figuring out what are those things that yeah. make you happy, what you love, what you are actually good at, and be honest with yourself, okay? Like, just because you like doing it don't mean you're good at it. Yeah. And then what the world needs and what you can be paid for. I think that's so difficult because you can yeah. love something and be great at it and the world really need it and it don't pay. Like I'm yeah. thinking about like in the law, there are so many attorneys who are doing amazing things like but they're not getting paid but they're not getting paid so oh it's so hard but yeah find your akai guy yeah we encourage you to go on that journey y'all um and then the very last of the eight different types of love that exist according to the ancient greek we have agape and this is selfless love so this is basically the highest form of love that anybody can offer or achieve and this is the type of love that you give without expecting anything or receiving anything. Just giving. It's Just like giving. And this one is connected to your spirit. Oh. Yep. And then um, with your spirit, it creates a purpose bigger than yourself. So it's motivating you to be kind to others. Just to be a good addition Person. to yeah. this world. And you, and this is showing up in how people, like you just said, dedicating their lives to um, improving the world or improving the uh, lives of other people and even just being conscious of like mankind and like the good that you know you can provide because it's just emotional literally isn't it it's like so it's beautiful this is why i think philosophy and stuff like that is so important I because love- like life is like it's so much more beyond y'all already know i hate capitalism so it's much more <laughs> beyond that and beyond just like the work or like the material that we have there's so much that we can learn but it's yeah. like kind of seen like a especially like when you're trying to pursue something in college that's like one of those careers like why would you get a you know a career or a degree in that that's a you never you're find a paying job oh yeah or those un um like unpopular majors and stuff like that i would put that in there like if you tell your parent i'm I'm gonna be a philosophy major i'm like what the hell i honestly i loved philosophy classes and i love how like i love the thought of thinking me too like it was some dudes 
back in the day who was just like, you know what? <laughs> let's let's think just about think. how people let's think. Let's sit here and think. <laughs> and let's talk about it. And I let's love write that. about it. I love that for them. Yeah. Because if you go, I feel like this is one of those areas. We've talked about the school or no school thing yeah. or whatever before. But this is one of those areas where it's like, you live your life as it is and you just go about. And then you go take a class, like philosophy, and it's like, Oh, that's like, that one thing. The... Yeah. yeah. It like connects the dots because it's so practical. Yeah. I love that. It's, it's not. A, and also what I love, I took a love and hatred class in college. It was pretty cool. Love and hatred? Yeah. That was the name of the class. It was, it was a pretty cool class. Ooh. And the thing about it, the professor, he was, he was a philosophy person. You could tell in how he acted, how he showed up and everything like that. But you could not, you can, there was no way you was going to fail that class. There was no yeah, right or yeah, wrong yeah, yeah, answer. Yeah. And that's what I like about philosophy. It encourages people to think. Because imagine if these people didn't sit around and think. We wouldn't have this. We wouldn't know yeah, like yeah. how to experience self-love. We wouldn't know how to define like these different types of loves yeah. in our life. We would just kind of be existing kind of yeah. robotic and keeping it all inside. It kind of gives you the code. Yeah. And I feel like that's what school is supposed to be for yeah. and at its best that's what it does it's been failing a bit but yeah it's supposed to be like okay we've looked at all this stuff and here are the patterns that we notice and here's what this is and here's yeah. what this means and this might spur this other thing i love that philosophy girls i love that too they be on to something for real. they do always i love those i would love back in the day in school having those moments like aha uh-huh. Like, yeah. That's what that is. Instead or, of, oh, this is right, that's wrong. That's so boring. Oh my gosh. You just, okay, I'm what? reading this book and it's called, I seem like I'm you such read, a reader, I'm like, bro. Where did you start like, reading, honey? Bro, okay, first, yeah. first of all, <laughs> first of all, in my day to day work, the mm. amount that I have to read yeah. is sickening. Like, and if lawyer people, jargon and all bro, that. Bro, if people knew how much lawyers read, so I read a lot. Yeah. But, not for leisure. So that's why I've been trying to, yeah. as of lately, read leisurely more. Yeah. And I started this book and it's called Lies My Teacher Told Me. Did you mention that online? Probably. Okay. So that's because I'm having somewhere. a good time reading it. It's Lies basically my ta- teacher told. Let me go ahead and yeah. check that out. And I bought my, I was about to say I bought my teacher. <laughs> I bought my auntie a copy of the book and she's a teacher. She like was a teacher. Now she's in administration. But like, um... It's so good. It's talking about where the education system has failed, where all the books be saying the same thing for 30 years and don't add nothing, how they make these people into heroes. And it's like, but he also was trashed. Like, you look at like Abe Lincoln. They're like, he freed the slaves. And it's Abe Lincoln was like, I don't even want them here. (laughs) Put them somewhere else. Get them out of my sight. Or even with, um, what's his name? JFK. How they like, you know, pride him on like, um, what was it, the civil rights thing? Uh huh. Maybe they didn't even know what was going on. He was too busy fucking everybody and yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. So it was just kind of one of those like pandering type of yeah. things. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what the book talks about. Like, just like how we learn and how they be tweaking. Yeah. But I would 10 out of 10 recommend that book. Absolutely. I don't even remember how we got to tell I have no idea book. either. You know, but I like just kind of, we, we just spazzing, like, we just be going into <laughs> some other stuff. I'm like, wait, how are we going to circle back that? So philosophy, though. How how did we start talking about that? We were talking about selfless love and then being good to other people and just, like, consciousness. Girl, child. Anyway, <laughs> go read that. The clo- basically, 
Thank you to F- FTD by Design. This is where we got all this information today that we discussed. But they said basically, like the closing argument is like in different types of love, it's good to best to apply multiple different combinations of the loves that we just man- mentioned. So it's okay. not like oh, because I'm 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 in a friendship with someone, I have to um, do just like the affectionate type of love. Yeah, you can you have can do multiple, different. and then they also they have a, a chart here with like, different examples. And I like how in the friendship one they created um, philia, which is affectionate love, um, and storage, which is the familiar love. But they also included self love because we talked about how it is in romantic love, but you have to also have that in friendships. It's just oh. another type of even with families, you have to like know your worth. Across the board, gee, that's just like a, such a common thing. Like, just we should t- okay. Let's let's touch on that one more a second. Self love and what it looks like in the friendship context. Okay. Yeah. That just means like okay. There's that like storage that like long term. Like okay, mm-hmm. we've been at it for a long time. Type love. Yeah. Just because you've been friends with somebody for a long time does not mean that they are meant to be on your entire journey with you the whole time. Like, you have to get to a point, if your values diverge, okay? Y'all don't see things eye to eye. Like, you have to keep on... This is my note to self, like, that a friendship might be expiring. If I have to keep on repeating myself... Yeah. Hey, I hate when you do this one thing. Right. Hey, you're still doing that thing I really hate. Hey, you know, like someone give me a good point. If you have, if I have to ask you for a second time, I'm begging, and you, know, I'm not about to do that with anybody, unless you have bad hearing. Then I'm gonna go ahead and repeat myself. But <laughs> other than that, you heard me the first time. Yeah. You know exactly. I don't like what you do, but you're gonna do that anyway. Yeah, that shows me that you do not have respect for me, and I can't be over here disrespecting my you're myself. Disrespecting yourself by you allowing someone to disrespect me. From other so I have to remove myself from that situation. I feel like just all the relationships that we that we're in. Um, doesn't matter what level on the romantic scale it is, but we need to be in situations that's gonna elevate us. Yes, elevation upward always. and onward. Obviously, it doesn't always happen, but that's something that we need to strive for, for because yeah. it's pretty evident. Why wouldn't you want to be in a situation where someone's building you up? Why would yeah. I always want someone breaking me down? Yeah. It doesn't have to be a situation where you think so highly of yourself that you can't listen to others, but you can be with someone that's, that calls you out on your shit like, hey, you're doing that, and I don't think that's right. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool, my bad. Let me go ahead and change that so I can be on this next level playing with you. That's yeah. going to elevate our friendship. Yeah, but if it's... It's digging in the trenches. Right. And we're talking about these people no. that be making fun of your insecurities in front of you. And maybe that's not a good friend. I don't know how how you shake it. That's not a good friend. You need yeah. to be in situations that are always building you up. And remember, in any situation, you can have different types of love working simultaneously. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. This That friendship topic. Start. Think about that. Okay, this Valentine's Day. How yeah. you're going to love yourself. We all. <laughs> I feel like we're always like let these people go let my people go but really like that's so important who you have around you like what's who's feeding into you is so important and i think honestly for me who your friends are speaks a lot a lot more uh, volume than who your partner is for me oh yes because i feel like with partners sometimes you just be falling in love with some folks and you don't even know how (laughs) But with friends, you are actively choosing these people to be in your life. And y'all, well, okay, so you feel like who your friends are are more indicative of your you your are. character yeah. than your partner. Yes. Okay, I get 
It's, I feel like it depends. I mean, both, both of them, we all look at you like, what the fuck? But like, I'm saying like your friends. With friends, you can see a pattern. With friends, it's more than one person. With friends, yeah. it's like a group and you see how the group thinks. With a partner, y'all might have some weird like one-off connections or something, you know, but yeah, like I can think of like some people's friends I don't like being around. Yeah. Me too. Because I'm too. like, what? Me too. This is not... Like, y'all are not my... And that's fine. Like, you can have a friend of a friend. Like, and it can stay as that. Like, I don't know. I don't know what more to say. Yeah. (laughs) Some people's I mean, they're both definitely telling. But for me, I sometimes put friendships on a higher pedestal than romantic love. I've gotten to that point where I... I see it Emphasize that way. friendship more. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, if you hanging out with all the wrong people, then what are you? Yeah. What are you trying to say? Like you a wrong person too. <laughs> At some point it's, it, you, you, you move too. past being just like, you know, like catching strays into like, you must think how they think too. If you still friends you with ha- this person. That's a good point. At some point, like, okay. Say for instance, like you knew some people, Growing up, okay, like proximity, yeah. or like you're in college, proximity. Now we're grown. So at this point, the people that you're spending your time with are the people that you're choosing to spend your time with. Yep. And if you're spending your time with some bird brains, you I'm one of the bird brain. <laughs> Birds of a flutter. I said flutter. Same thing. Same fled- <laughs> a leather face. <laughs> Yellow leather, brother. Black together. Okay, so that's something to be cognizant of. But let's go ahead and recap all the different types of loves that we learned today. All right, so the first one is philia, which is affectionate love. This is most common um, in true friendships or between family members. And the love catalyst is your mind because you share the same wavelength and this is someone that you can trust then we have pragma, which is enduring love. This is the love that um, it's a unique bond that builds over time. For example, in relationships, when the love is different from year one to year two, so on and so forth, and it's based in commitment and dedication. And a lot of this is subconscious, which kind of drives you to your partner and um, knowing like their feelings and things of that nature. I think of that one also with family, like your parents. Like as you get older, you get closer to them. And yeah. it's like, it's just inherent. Like y'all are just there. Yeah. Maybe a little different, but that's how it comes out. For sure. And then you have storage, which is familiar love. Um, most likely between, you know, parent, child or childhood friends is built on memories. Like the more um, memories you share, more good memories you share, that value of that relationship grows over time. And then our favorite eros, romantic, uh, romantic love. Um, this deals with... Personal infatuation and physical appearance attached to your physical body. You you want you have a there's a, a fire that burns inside you for this person, as they would say on Bridgerton. I burn for you. I was just about to say that Bridgerton. <laughs> um, and then you have Ludos, which is playful love. So we talking honeymoon stage, y'all flirting, can't get enough of this person. It plays on your emotions. 
I wish that one wasn't romantic because that sounds like just playing. Like, <laughs> you know, like joking. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the big childlike behavior. Absolutely. Right, yeah. And there the I one go. that we want to avoid at all costs, mania, obsessive love. This person is just like obsessive and, you know, possessive of you. You don't want to deal with these type of loves. Um, it's based in survival. This person feels like they cannot be or live without you. So they act in ways that are not so great. Go listen to our episode, Don't You Know That You're Toxic? If you're looking you for examples of that. Then we have... Um, what did I say? Philadia? Philadia, which is self-love that we just talked about. This is just having a healthy relationship with yourself and really like knowing your worth and your Setting value. Setting your boundaries. We have an episode mm-hmm. on that too. Setting your boundaries. <laughs> I'm going to link all these on the, in the um, description, y'all. This is connected directly to your soul. This is what your body needs mentally, physically, emotionally. And then, of course, selfless love. This is kind of like the love that you're giving without ever you, is respecting anything. I said respecting, expecting, expecting anything, anything back. It's literally what you put into the world. Like everybody lately has been all like vibes, good vibes. Yeah. And I feel like you can tell when somebody's a good vibe. They don't yeah. have to be like good vibes. Right. But it's literally like the vibe that you put into the world. Like how do people feel when they interact with you? Do they feel warm? Right. Do they feel good and seen or do they feel like right. you shady and you about to go talk about that? You know, like self-love and, and donating stuff. Love. Yeah, right. <laughs> Giving donate, back to the give greater. Money. This is like the highest yeah, form. Yeah. This is like, um, what do you call ethereal or nirvana, what? right? It's like that feeling like this is like the highest. That's that one, that thing. Yeah, basically yeah. that's the feeling. And this is connected to your spirit, so I guess that's why it's so strong. But yes. those are the different types of love yes. that us humans experience. Come on. Do you know what? I wonder if animal. Okay, let's just not get I'm sure they do. We can't. I'm sure. We can't. We don't know animal language, so. I mean, we don't even know what would be going on with speak them. Speak for yourself. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, let's give people some, ex- some like, ideas for Valentine's Day, okay? Oh, yes. So we're saying don't be. If you're single, or even if you're not single, or if you're halfway mm-hmm. single, you're not in a situation, or you whatever. don't know what's going on. Yeah, if you're yeah. confused, <laughs> right? <laughs> then give some love to your friends and to yes. your family. We, I think we gave some throughout. Like, if if memories make yeah. you feel good with someone, send them a picture. Yeah. Or if you have a old, I don't know, camera, print out a picture or right. something. Send it and post it on your Instagram stories. Flowers. You know what? Flowers. Oh, you know Love what? Flowers. This is a good opportunity. So, <laughs> my brother's girlfriend, my sister-in-law. Carly. Her name Deanna. Hey, oh. Carly. Carly listens to... <laughs> Talk about Deanna, Deanna though. <laughs> yeah, I love Deanna. Hello her food to the is duo. So good. Her sweet. Okay, yeah. So shout out to Deanna Sweet Deanna Sweet Dreams. Okay, sweet dreams. go and go to her Instagram. She has some good goodies, and she's been yeah. posting. We had a conversation about that, and then she was posting about it like, "Hey, buy some stuff for your friends for Valentine's yeah. Day. Here's some, pretzels. and it'd be fire, y'all. Like it's, it's so flame. good. Especially the uh, taffy grapes are my personal favorite. Flame, bro. Like so. Go get the cake pops was good too. Get- I'm asking you to buy this. <laughs> I don't know if she's gonna deliver in this weather, but she she she's having pickup and I think a little bit of delivery too. And she ships some places too, depending on the thing you're asking for. But moral of the story, like imagine it's Valentine's Day and you single and maybe you and your dude just broke up or whatever the case may be, and then your friend is like, Hey, check the mail. Right. And it's like a a sweet for you, being right. like, I love you. Oh my god, that's so sweet. And that's 
It'll make make them like, damn, this person really thought about me. Or yeah. like, I feel so good in this. You just never know how you can change someone's yeah. mood. And that's that. What's that last one? That love that's... Um, agape. Agape or something? <laughs> A-G-A-P-E. Agape, agape. I don't know. That's that. Like, you can be that for someone. And then maybe next year, they will think of Valentine's right. Day as a day of love instead mm-hmm. of a day of... Romantic. I not need arguing to... with that, man. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Valentine's Day just becomes such a competition. So let's just like focus on what it really is here for, and that's love at the end love of the day. Self love. You want to take yourself out. You can't go to movies, but like you want to pop in a movie on Netflix. You know, get you drink some, some, some of wine. This stuff yeah, is It's good. It's, if you like sweet wine, this stuff is good too. De la Rosa. Oh, don't say it too loud. They ain't sponsoring us. Nah, yeah. <laughs> right now, yeah. But yeah, just honestly, do you? Y'all gotta be in the house. You know, do you don't don't feel bad if you don't have a Valentine or anything like that. Every the universe can be a Valentine, okay? Right. Just show love. Absolutely. Show love. Boom. And I think that's it. That's it. That's it for today's for today. episode. We love talking to y'all. We wish y'all would talk to us back in the emails. <laughs> but you know but what? we enjoy it. People have been responding on the story yeah. and in our comments. Okay, so maybe y'all just not the email girls. Yeah, like maybe or maybe we just... should put it in the stories. Like our email. Our, we should have a question box. And then use that as a thing. Instead of, yeah. we'll, we'll make a we'll, question we'll, box, we'll, okay? We'll, because we'll, we'll, people will talk to y'all people. You know, we're going to get it together. But yeah, thank y'all so much for tuning in. We hope you loved our conversation about love. And we love you. And we love y'all so much. And make sure y'all are following us on our Instagram at readtheroompod. On our Twitter at readtheroompod. Um, our email, like I said, is always there for y'all. You know, at readtheroompod at gmail.com. If you want to book us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, if you do want to book us, or if you want it. And if you feel like I'll become an artist or something, let us know. No, I'm just kidding. An interview? Yeah. Us interview artists? Didn't you say we wanted to get in our journalism bag? Yeah, I do. Okay. Oh, you know, and I know some artists. Okay, anyways. Yeah, we could do that. But uh, <laughs> um, again, thank y'all for tuning in. If you like this episode or our previous content, feel free to leave us a review. We prefer five stores, but if you have any um, tweaks for us to make, let us know. And, and go watch us on YouTube. Okay? Yeah, please. Because I think that it's like actually entertaining to watch. Like hearing us is fine, yeah. but to see us interacting, I mean, y'all definitely funny. rock with the audio more than y'all do our YouTube, which is honestly yeah. great. But like. That go watch too. us. Go. Maybe we should have a watch party yeah, soon. Yeah, we were supposed to have another one, but yeah. timing. But yeah. yeah, we'll probably have a watch party soon. But until then, thank y'all so much. Love y'all. Hope you enjoyed the conversation today. We shall see you next time. Bye. Happy Dia de Amor. See ya.